0: Hello! You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I am your other co-host, a Jason T. A Agafani. Well, that's all the time we have this week. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. (laughs) What's the character? There's a cartoon character who's like, adieu, adieu, adieu. I I believe that was Jason T. Gaffney. No, there's like a a, a Looney Tunes character who's like, I'm blue, if I were green I would die, if I were green (laughs) I would die. Is that the one you mean? No. That's a song, not a cartoon. No, there's a character. If you are listening and you're familiar with cartoon characters that used to talk kind of interestingly... As I just did, (laughs) let me know who it is. I want to know who I was channeling. I uh, I would like to do an impression right now. I have no idea who it is, (laughs) and if you do, though, (laughs) please get in touch with me. You've created a whole new form of impressionist comedy. That's great. Maybe I'm funny. Maybe I'm tragic. We'll never know. Let me know (laughs) at me. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers. I already know I'm tragic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, but how you you it otherwise? I'm good. Good. My mom's in town. I know. We've, I been, uh, said, we've been working hard on Out of Body. Yep. We basically have a really nicely polished assembly draft. What is an assembly draft, anyway? Well, assembly cut is basically the, like, you put everything together for mm-hmm. the first time ah. that you have, and then after that you figure out, do we have everything, do we not? Ah, all right. And so. So it's a rough cut basically. Yeah, although mm-hmm. this is a much more like what we're watching now, what we've just gone through and done, mm-hmm. we are way closer to a finished product oh. than when I was did the first assembly cut. Oh, great. Good. So we're now getting to the point where our fabulous Kickstarter backers who purchased the package of seeing an assembly cut are going to get to see They're going it, to get it, to see it soon. Yeah. Fantastic. So thanks guys. Congratulations everybody. Yeah. All right. Um very cool. I'm um, well welcome to Sue's. It's yeah. always fantastic to see her. And how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I took last week as a mental vacation. You know, we we did not do an episode last week because I needed a day. I needed some time to yeah, just yeah. have a mental health vacation. And I don't mean a, a, a vacation from mental health, <laughs> which is my normal life. I would. I mean a vacation for mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin went crazy last week. Sure, I did. <laughs> All those Florida man headlines were Kevin. What No, 100% true. Went to Florida and just... Tackled an Lost alligator, my shit. yeah, and yeah. ate someone's face, and now I'm feeling way better and refreshed. Yeah, so what floor <laughs> is thanks. This for? thanks for understanding. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel a lot better. You know, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Good. I would love to jump into the bright spot if we can. Yeah, you're good. I'm good. Let's go. Shine on my face. All right. We took a week off, and now I'm, I want to get right to it. Yeah. All right. So the bright spot this week, and in a side note, this podcast has somehow, I'm not exactly sure how, but over time and honorably, become half about bees. (gasps) Yeah. More bees. I don't know what it is, but we love the bees here at the Bright Side. I think what it is is that without bees, we're all going to die, and the bees are dying. So it's important. So, I like this my week, bees. <laughs> you do love bees. You're a gardener. You appreciate it. Yeah. This one's right up your alley again. Okay. The state legislature of Minnesota. Okay. This week has approved roughly $900,000 in state funding for reimbursement of creating honeybee habitat <gasps> over the next year. So basically what that means is that if you as a homeowner want to um, install honeybee-friendly habitat at your home, the state will now reimburse between 75 and 90% of your expenses for doing that. I love that. Yeah, it's fantastic because they're uh, endorsing, you know, creating more habitat for bees. Yeah. And you did water abatement, right? You did gardening that yeah, you got we, your water abatement from We the did city. the Escape stuff. Right, So, but you got money back for that, right? Yeah, we got paid. Fantastic. So this is what they're doing in Minnesota. I love it. Where they have lots of water, so they don't need that, but they do need more bees. Right, so, well, and we, we all need do. bees here, too. Well, sure, but, you know, focus on one thing at a time, I guess. <laughs> I'll be very thirsty if I can save the bees. Well, there's plenty around here that need... You're very thirsty, yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But I just think that's wonderful, you know, that they're recognizing a problem and they're going to do something about it. Thank you, Minnesota. Minnesota. You are Mm all-stars. You're (laughs) all-stars. Ow! (laughs) Uh, That's what I have for a bright spot. I love it. All right. And now that we're in a nice, buzzy mood, ruin it for me. Okay. All right. Nerds. The candy or the people? Games. Okay, the people. (laughs) Barrels. Of monkeys? Nerds, games, barrels. Nerds, games, and barrels. Nerds, games, and barrels. Ah, this is when you... I don't know what this is. That's right. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to talk about the infamous gaming scandal that inspired the documentary The King of Kong. Fantastic. I feel fine about this because I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, so there was no way for me to know. So, for the listeners at home, (laughs) what? whenever I talk about a topic that Kevin really knows nothing about, the best thing is that his eyes go completely blank... And it's really fascinating to see because there's always something going on behind his eyes. So when they go blank, I'm like, yeah. That's interesting. Okay, I didn't even know I was doing that. Okay. I have achieved maximum meltdown. Yeah, you did. Uh, you did. <laughs> Jesus, you threw me for a loop on this one. All right. Yes. No idea what this is. What What is this? By the way, okay, the documentary The King of Kong is a great documentary about the video game Donkey Kong. Oh, okay. And it is wonderful. So if you have not seen it yet, see it. Go see it. This is not like the streaking episode where I bravely watched it all for you so you don't have to. So this nice is again. one where I've watched it a long time ago, and you should watch it. Okay. So, What's it on? Do you know? Netflix, a thingy? It used to be on Netflix. I don't know if you can stream it anywhere right now, yeah. but I think you can rent it on Amazon. Okay, that's not our job, people, all right? We're doing this show for you. You go find out where you can see the King of Kong on your own, Yeah. all right? I'm not your goddamn personal assistant, all right? <laughs> Okay, so video games have been a part of our nation's history for as long as I've been alive. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Okay, but did you know that it's not just a fun pastime for kids at home or even in the arcade? Mm. There are competitions. There are competitions. Video game thing... Okay, I work in catering and, you know, Mm -hmm. one of the jobs I did one time was like... Bartending at this event where it was just people watching other people play video games. Oh, yeah. And there's Twitch, the huge, like, online Twitch is a network of, you know, you can watch other people play video games, which has, it's a huge industry. Oh, yeah. Now, and it makes no sense to me at all. Watch me play this game where I make this man jump. I mean, I respect people having hobbies and stuff, and you can watch whatever you want. Jump. But I like to play video games. But, like, I can't even imagine watching someone else play a video game for a long time. The only time it's fun to watch someone else playing a video game is if you have a lot of people together who are playing, like, Mario Kart, and you're, like, trading off. And then you, like, crash the cars. Yes! And I like to do it because I like to watch them and be like... Oh, don't crash. And I like to fuck with them. Okay. Cause I'm a dick. So. Yeah, but like for like five minutes at most. I mean, like, oh, I'm not gonna spend my whole day. You have never, at never this. played video games with me. It's it just fun. That's true. So. I'm okay. a board game person. I love like board More than a video game, game person. I still heckle both times. Cool. Hashtag, I'm a dick. <laughs> so, you are what you eat. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So. Because there's competitions and stuff, there's actually an organization called Twin Galaxies, which verifies high scores for video and arcade games around the world and keeps track of them. That employs people. Cool. This now brings us to a brief history of the King Kong arcade game. Okay. Ooh, I'm so excited about sure, it. Sure, it's fun. You know. So I like an arcade. Yeah. Who doesn't like an arcade? I like that the things scream at you, and you're like, ah! What and, screams at you? Like when you're going by and it's like, Woo! Ah! And you're just like, yeah, give me tickets. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> is that all it takes to engage with you? <laughs> <laughs> ah. Wow. Ah! I'm going to do that next time yeah. I need to get your attention. <laughs> okay. So the Donkey Kong arcade game was released by Nintendo in 1981. Okay. For those of you out there who don't know what Donkey Kong is, please come out from your caves and join us in the future. It's been <laughs> out for a really long time now. There's no excuse. Well, Join us in the past, really. Okay, not so popular now, Donkey Kong. Oh, Donkey Kong is still sort of popular. Yeah, but it has more of a nostalgic feeling. It's not like you're going out to play Donkey Kong. You don't know my life? I don't know your life. I'm sorry. (laughs) You should know my life. (laughs) Ah! (laughs) Okay. That was Jason's life. Yeah. (laughs) So, the original version of the game, Mario, the classic Italian plumber, was actually a carpenter. It's a me, Mario! Yeah, and he used to go around saving princesses, But back then it was women Mm -hmm. from monsters. They weren't princesses, it was just a woman. Oh. In Donkey Kong, Mario, the carpenter version, climbs ladders and jumps over pits while dodging barrels being thrown at him to defeat Donkey Kong and save the woman whose name is Pauline. Okay. This is crazy to me because I forgot that Mario was the person climbing around in Donkey Kong. Isn't it weird? It is weird. Yeah. Also, he's a he's a carpenter, not a plumber. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah. But also, now that I'm thinking about it, who's hiring a plumber to rescue princesses? (laughs) I mean, you want like a fucking military seal team is what you want. Why? Why? How is this his specialty? I know pipes. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and there are pipes that he travels through, but also he jumps over fire and he kills turtles. This is not stuff that you traditionally think that would be a plumber's job. So he's a sociopath, basically. I don't know if he's a sociopath, because he's certainly, maybe he's just doing it for the money. turtles. If turtles are attacking, that's just a stand your ground issue. They're endangered. Okay. Those turtles aren't there's far too many of them <laughs> Actually. Those those are nuisance turtles. Okay, so a fun fact about the original version of the game. Yeah. So Mario used to be called Mr Video. What? And then Jumpman No originally. Really? And Pauline was just called Lady. Okay, thank thank you Japanese translation into English. I just love the fact that even in the '80s, gamers were like shitty to women. I'm like, oh, God, don't worry, we'll get to GamerGate another day. That's too. We need to have a female guest. We definitely on the show for need that. to name all the male characters, but there's only one woman, and that, so we can just call her woman, lady, lady, lady. So, <laughs> there's Mario, there's King Koopa, there's Luigi, yes. there's the Yoshi, the fucking turtle monster had a name. <laughs> no, Yoshi's the dragon guy. Oh, yeah, Yoshi might be a dragon. Goombas too. were the little, like, mushroom right. guys. But we're just calling it Princess Object. Yeah. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so, okay, the Mario character actually was named after Mario Segal. Who was the landlord of the first Nintendo office building in the U.S.? Okay, I don't even know if this other Mario was Italian or not. I don't either. Maybe he was. You're telling like me about this German or something. I don't think Mario was German. He should have been like Ich bin Mario. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a phrase that's ever been spoken <laughs> ever. I'm a first. I've done a first. <laughs> so okay. So basically, that's the backstory about Mario and okay. how he got his name. Yeah. But in the game, Mario fights Donkey Kong throughout the game as he's climbing a giant tower. And yeah. each time he beats a level, it gets a little harder. Ah. So it always increases in challenge and all that stuff. Classic video gaming. So I should go on the record and saying that I've actually never played the, this version of the game. I've played later renditions of ah. Donkey Kong. But from what I've seen and read, this game is incredibly hard and impossible. Think, like, Flappy Bird. Really? Do you remember that game? No. Okay, it was a game on the iPhone. You had to, like, tap to make your bird flap. Okay. And it was, like, impossible to get 10 meters in. I see. Which is, like, five seconds in. Oh, wow. And I died every time. And I was just like, fuck this game. (laughs) Fuck it all. Yeah. And I just stopped playing it. Okay. So. So Flappy Bird is hard. Yeah. So it's similar to that. I'm sorry. I don't know. I play crosswords.
1: Okay. Well, how smart have you? Well.
0: (laughs) So, the best thing of all, though, is that once you get to the 22nd level in Donkey Kong, in the arcade version... Not Not one that's 20 seconds long. This is level 22? Level 22. Got it. So, once you get there, you will die. Okay. It actually is called the kill screen. Okay. There's a bug in the game where it can't handle it that you got that far, and Mario dies shortly after reaching that level. He You're just kidding. Goes, like he just drops dead. You're kidding. No. That's kind of a bug they need to fix, I feel like. Oh no, at this point it's just become part of like the, you made it to the kill screen, congratulations! Is that you winning the game then? Sort of. Can you go to 23? No. Well, there you go. Well, it's sort of winning, it's just you die. But if you can't possibly not die, past that, you won the game. Well, it's—I guess it's just you made it to the end of your long, you made it to sad the sad life as a carpenter chasing a giant gorilla. Oh, uh, it's the moment you go into uh, plumbing. Is Donkey Kong a gorilla or is he an ape? He I don't know what the difference between an ape and a gorilla is. I don't either. At us, okay, I'd like to know this. <laughs> this is something I'd like to learn. also let us know if this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> So I just love the idea that the programmers were like, oh, no, we found a bug in level 22, and the (laughs) boss was like, no one's going to get there. It's too hard. Just leave it. Like, we did enough. It's like, well, we got there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is seriously not showing enough respect for the obsession of nerds, you know. Well, they didn't know back then how obsessed people were going to get. Well, they're about to find out, I bet. They sent it off to America, and long story short, people did fall in love with it. And okay, it became nerd tastic. Uh, but they also got to the kill screen. I'm, pr- yeah. I'm sure by day two, they get to the kill screen. They're like nerd guys. I mean, they're like, uh, kill screen. <laughs> Amazing. So, okay, people loved it so much that it caught the eye of Sid Sheinberg, who was the president of Universal. And he was pissed because he thought they were capitalizing on their movie King Kong. Okay. So, Sid was also an accomplished lawyer, and he was a bit litigious, Uh, so he sued them. uh, Nintendo was like fuck you Mm -hmm. king kong is in the public domain and you can't do shit about it is it though it it was oh so nintendo had the help of john kirby another lawyer in the u.s Mm -hmm. and he won their case about how king kong was public domain and their Mm. version was different from universals so different yes because it's a donkey kong right Why, why does he mean donkey kong anyway i think it was just to make it different enough from king kong Whatever. If you're looking for a word that's different from king, how do you land on donkey first? I don't know. I, I mean, mean cause sausage kong is also pretty different from king. Yeah, going. sausage kong. I'm just saying that there's a lot of donkeys. All I, the gay boys. I, yeah, I want there to be <laughs> a reason that. I want there to be. Great. Now the porn version, sausage dong is going to come out. <laughs> You know sausage it is. Dong. <laughs> I'm going to throw my barrels at you. Those are your balls. Whack. Although donkey. Oh. <laughs> I lost a life and gained some sex. (laughs) Fun. That could be a fun game, although Donkey Dong is already written there, (laughs) too. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Nintendo won the lawsuit. Right. And then they won $1.8 in legal fees from Universal as kind of a repercussion. They're like, you made us spend money, and now you get to pay for our legal fees. And Universal's like, "Ma, ma." Well, who produced the Mario Brothers movie, anyway? Probably not universal. I don't I'm know. Who it was. I'm guessing it wasn't universal. But watch it totally was. Yeah, so, like, we want our money back. <laughs> so, quote from Wikipedia. Well, it would be nice because it would be like these enemies they would turn friends. It'd be a nice bright side, but you failed. Oh yeah, you failed thing. to find out. So, well, we'll never know. And also, this episode isn't even about that show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about? <laughs> so anyway, quote from Wikipedia. Yeah. Quote. Nintendo thanked John Kirby with the gift of a $30,000 sailboat named Donkey Kong and exclusive worldwide rights to use the name for sailboats. So basically the slap to Universal being like, you get to use this name whenever you want. On any other future boats that you yeah. might purchase? And a later... That's nice. The other thing they did was a later Nintendo protagonist was named in Kirby's honor, the character Kirby. Right. It, I, who was that? It's like the little pink fluff ball that sucks things in and it gets yes. their powers when that's it eats them. That's named after their lawyer? Yeah. Oh, that's nerdy and cute. The lawyer, well, the lawyer sucked in Universal and popped him out. Wow, and nice. Like God, and I turned know. him into a sailboat. Yeah. Good job. Yo-ho, yo-ho, Kirby's life for me. <laughs> Okay, so now that we know the basics about Donkey Kong and its history and all that stuff, let's turn to our main players of the scandal. All right. First is Billy Mitchell. Okay. Billy is now the owner of Ricky's Restaurant, formerly owned by his father and Ricky's world-famous Hot Sauce, after having an extremely long and controversial competitive gaming career. Oh, so... So now he like a... Like video gaming career? Yeah. Okay. So he now owns a business at the restaurant and he owns the sauce that comes with the restaurant. Sure. He got that thumb injury and he was never the same after that. Well, his career would really start when he turned 12. <laughs> <laughs> I am so old. <laughs> Okay. So he started going to the arcade and enjoyed pinball. Sure. So he was a pinball wizard. Sure. It has to be a twist. He really didn't like the idea of video games. Mm -hmm. Quote from Billy, quote, video games were something new and different, and I don't like new and different. No, new and different scares me. I'm an American. (laughs) And I'm proud to be an (laughs) American, where I'm scared of everything. (laughs) Yes. It's sad and true. Yeah, it is. It's good. And I have nothing to add because it's just exactly right. <laughs> okay. So as Donkey Kong showed up, though, mm-hmm. people started to fall in love with the arcade game. Okay. And while Billy had been a kind of big in the pinball world, mm-hmm. he was losing the attention of his fans. <gasps> and he's like, I'm like 13. I'm hitting my peak and people aren't paying attention. Wow. This is hurting me. You know, I, I'm concerned because I think I hit my peak at 13 too, but nobody was looking. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he, you know, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> so, quote from Billy, quote, Everyone was standing around the Donkey Kong machine, and I wanted that attention. Oh, sure. He doesn't mince his words. Good lord. He would quickly become a master video game player, sure. but managed to keep the rest of his life in check, too. He's got ambition and quarters. Yes. And there's nowhere he can't go. <laughs> <laughs> the sky's the limit for Billy. So... <laughs> It's the 80s. I've got ambition, feathered hair, and a lot of quarters. (laughs) Make it rain quarters. Get out of my way. (laughs) Clunk, clunk, clunk. Ow, ow, stop raining quarters on me. (laughs) So, quote from OxfordAmerican.org. It's raining quarters. (laughs) Oh, God, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Quote from OxfordAmerican.org. Quote, Mitchell wasn't the typical video game nerd. Mm -hmm. He also led an active life away from the joystick. (laughs) sorry, this person can't write. Okay. (laughs) Playing football, basketball, and baseball in high school. All right. His father remains convinced that his son could have made it as a major league pitcher if he hadn't been so devoted to video games. Yeah. End quote. So So many ways he could have been a star. Yeah. What's amazing is that he was able to play about 40 hours of video games a week still because of the games at Ricky's. Well, not just that, but apparently he had quite the allowance. Yeah, well. Good Lord. So, okay, this is the best part quote from bill mitchell senior quote Mm -hmm. he drove me nuts (laughs) (laughs) i said please be a pitcher Mm -hmm. (laughs) outside (laughs) he played centipede for 30 hours i thought it was bad for his health but he just got better and better we had several machines and i couldn't stand him playing because he would take up a machine for hours and spend one quarter and it was probably a quarter he stole off my desk wow I just like the idea that he was Dad, so good that the yeah. game would never end. Yeah, yeah. I also love the idea that Dad's like, and a little shit stole my money. This guy is short sighted, okay? Because this kid is going to turn into a huge star in the video gaming world, and and then. He's going to buy your restaurant from you, and then all your quarters are his anyway. And then he's going to put you in a home. Exactly. And never see you again. Right. (laughs) Because of short-sightedness like this, (laughs) because you didn't support him before. Yeah. So now, at this very time, all the people who are in video games were starting to become curious about who might be the best in the world. They were vicarious. Yes. (laughs) They're like, boop, boop, boop. Ooh. What does this button do? Reload! Ah! <laughs> so exciting! <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason got very excited by that. I thought there were gonna be tickets thrown at me. <laughs> so okay. A man named Walter Day, who owned an arcade out in Iowa called Twin Galaxies, oh. mm. basically became curious as well about mm-hmm. like who might be the best. So this a lot ar- of people in Iowa are curious. Yes. So this arcade would become the center of who has the highest score and who is the best. Because of their curiosity. Oh. In 1982, Time Magazine wrote a piece on how video games were quickly becoming a household staple. Okay. In the same article, it talked about a player whose name I could not find. Uh, I think they've been erased from history, perhaps. Who, with a single quarter... <laughs> 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 with a single quarter, would play Defender and get almost 16 million points. The player would actually play for 23 hours straight. You're fucking... And I'm like... Did you poop yourself? Because I would have pooped myself. Well, yeah. I mean, yes and no. He pooped himself, but he was prepared. He, um, had, he put the diapers on, you get your quarter, and you head out for the day. <laughs> it's 1982. <laughs> <laughs> the diaper's 10 cents, the game's 25. That's it's right. a good day. So it's possible, though, also, that he was constipated from all the cocaine. So, yeah. God, i got to defend the world. Yeah, so. When will this invasion end? He probably didn't poop until the 90s. so okay at this time video gamers the hardcore folks were very competitive and they saw that feat not as something to be celebrated but as something to be challenged sure so after the races everyone went and only one month after the article came out someone would beat that score in twin galaxies arcade whoa So, so 16 million yeah what are their opening hours? Is this a 24 hour do video game? I guess like someone's like, dude, let me play for like 48 hours. You know and I'll who suck I feel for is the guy who was supposed to be off at 8 o'clock at 6 a.m. the next day. Yeah. And, and it's like, I've been sitting around this guy's, and this guy's only spent one quarter all day long. Yeah. Fuck this guy. So basically Walter Day was like, I gotta confirm that this is the highest score, that mm-hmm. we have the highest score in the land in our arcade. In really the galaxy. Yeah. In the galaxy, y'all. Mm-hmm. So he called up the people who made the Defender games and asked. And they were like, we don't know. We don't really care. Have fun. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, my God. No one's keeping score. This is the classic American dream because he found a niche. He filled it. Yes. Yeah. Walter Day basically decided to crown himself the king of games. I love it. Quote from Walter Day, quote, Essentially, within months of its existence, Twin Galaxies became the official scorekeeper for the whole planet. Yeah. Everyone went for it immediately. No one questioned us. America does nothing so well as allow entitled white men to just declare themselves the king of something. Yeah. Now, during this time that Twin Galaxies was kind of taking over the video gaming circuit Mm -hmm. and (laughs) becoming a uh, dictator... Uh, Billy Mitchell was perfecting his craft as a video game legend. Okay. And he would become quite good. All right. In fact, he was able to get himself a fancy score of 886,900 points on the Donkey Kong arcade game. I'm assuming that's good. I have no frame of reference. So remember when I mentioned Flappy Bird, which you haven't played. Right. But it's So really this is going to be a good frame of reference. So- <laughs> <laughs> I can tell already. It's like when you're at a gangbang, and you've already come once, Uh and you have... And then you come 16,000 more times. You have 10 more guys to fuck you. I don't know. Is that the right analogy? I don't know. I mean, I understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Does it make sense? Yeah. Okay. So... It's horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) I've never been to a gangbang, so I don't know. I'm trying to find an analogy (laughs) that works. (laughs) But thank you. It's how hard I envision it would be. Thank you for imagining that's my frame of reference. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, now I'm on this... behalf of all my family who's listening, thank you <laughs> for imagining that's my frame of reference. So, now that we're all uncomfortable, yeah. let's keep going. <laughs> so, basically, Billy's score mattered. Because oh, this, it matters. Because the summer of 1982, Joystick Magazine, which is not a gay porn magazine for tech nerds, but wow. a video game magazine, yeah. uh, would, Yet. Re- would release a statement about a guy who had scored 1.4 million points on Donkey Kong. Is this the story of how Billy put a hit out on that guy? Well, we'll get there. Whoa. I was kidding. Billy basically thought that this was bullshit, and he called up Walter Day and told Walter that the man was lying. hmm Quote from Billy Mitchell. Quote: I thought there's no way there's anybody as good as me. There's just no way. Jeez, you know, confident, right? Sure, yeah. I and mean, by confident, I mean like entitled a copy. white man. Yeah, entitled white kid. Walter Day did the only logical thing, which was to give this kid the man's phone number so that Billy could talk to the man instead. Okay, so he didn't have to be the middle man. He's like, you know, what? I don't want to deal with this. Well, are they? Is it a? Is it a verified score of any in any kind? I think Walter kind of verified right? it or, okay. st- or was going to verify it. And Billy was like, "You can't verify it, I know it's wrong, okay Quote from Mitchell quote I gave him a short interrogation, and he just didn't have the right answers for two players on that level talking but- <laughs> <laughs> So you were playing Donkey Kong." yeah, yeah, Donkey Kong, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah uh-huh, and uh, was there a player climbing or jumping or both, or neither? yeah, he did a lot of those things, did those things, uh-huh. yeah, was he carrying a pipe or a saw? It's a meme jumper man <gasps> he's lying, <laughs> continued quote, I called Walter back and told him he was lying. <laughs> got it several weeks later he admitted it (gasps) the legend was born from there I was considered a hired gun who chopped up people's scores jeez so Billy became the score assassin well how do you just lie about having a million score on the Donkey Kong without it being verified how do you verify the shit well it becomes a thing where basically Twin Galaxies now has these events where you play live Mm. and they Ah. they track your score there or you can set up a video recorder Ah. to record your entire game playing experience Ah. and then they will watch it They will watch you play for eight hours until you get your score. I get it. So this has been going on a long time, and then Twitch just monetized that. Yeah. Basically. Good job, Twitch. So at that moment, Mitchell would become the best Donkey Kong player in the world. Yeah. The verified best. Yes. Yes. And he basically... He was the Donkey King. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the best! Well he's a king with the donkey, right? <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't I wasn't ready for an actual Donkey King to, <laughs> to come clomping in here. <laughs> plum, plum, plum. Yeah, give me a gold. I was just doing a little wordplay and now all of a sudden I'm being brayed at <laughs> and Jason has produced a, a, a crown somehow. <laughs> okay. So after becoming the best Donkey Kong player in the world. Sure. He then decided to take some time off from Donkey Kong and focus on Pac-Man <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's a, you know yeah you always have to keep challenging yourself I hope the idea that he goes up to Donkey Kong and is like it's not you it's me yeah. I just I need a break I need some time off I need to and Donkey Kong's like, what is there another is there another game listen Donkey Kong yeah you've meant the world to me okay but I have to keep expanding my horizons what would it I can't learn you... anything else from you I'm going with Pac-Man. What? Mm -hmm. That giant yellow circle? Excuse for a man? Well, he also comes with a woman, so there's some stuff I'm going to (laughs) try. Well, good for you. Happy Pride. (laughs) 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 So, basically, he jumped into Pac-Man, right? Mm -hmm. He moved on to Pac-Man from Donkey Kong. Yeah, so... So Billy, along with a friend of his, Chris Aira, Mm -hmm. would quickly become the best players in the world in Pac-Man. Okay. And we're trying to figure out how to play a perfect game. That game you could get to a finish level and be perfect. I see. And now he's partnered up. Yeah. How do you play Pac-Man as a team? Well, no, they like basically arcade gamers, and when you watch The King of Kong, you'll see this, Mm -hmm. they will literally get... Plastic sheets to put on the screen, and they'll draw out the levels, and they'll like calculate when the barrels go, because they go at a timed rate for Donkey Kong. Yeah. So the same thing goes for Pac-Man. No, the, the ghosts will go a certain way, depending on how you go. Yeah. So they play each level over and over again to mm-hmm. learn the patterns and stuff. Yeah. And so they, they memorize the maps. Ugh. I thought that what you were talking about was they would give each other breaks but no no it's like a filibuster you can't sit down you can't you can't not you can't stop you can't turn over the controls anytime well hang on all right there are a number of points in the game at which an expert player can take advantage of hiding spots the ghosts are led to a spot where they will follow each other in a circle for a certain amount of time while pac-man rests what the player can then take a break to get a sandwich use the bathroom etc how long it, you just leave your guy there and you can come there back There are want to. rest stops in the game? Yeah. Whoa. And so they learned this. I've never gotten past level three, so I never knew that. You've never got past level three? I don't know. I'm just not I'm just not good at Pac-Man. Come okay? on, Kevin. I can't stand it. It's so much fun. Oh, He's God. like ma nah, 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 After like eat. five minutes of that, I'm like, Oh jeez, kill me. Just I'm like going for the ghosts. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so the high score does not go to Kevin. <laughs> Um, I also love the idea that these guys can play games for days, but they have a chance to run to the bathroom and such. It's just like, no, if you're gonna compete in our ar- arcade game, no breaks. That Pete, I think OSHA would have something to say about that. Well, it's a competition. That's right. Right? It's basically their job, though. Although we learned from marathons that you can take a nap and still come in fourth. So <laughs> apparently, not all marathons. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. By 1985, the Guinness Book of World Records would add video games to its list. Okay. And as you guessed it, Billy was the record holder for the majority of games back then. Really? He was the record holder for Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Centipede, Burger Time, Donkey Kong Jr., and of course Donkey Kong. Okay, that's... There's a little bit of like... If if you're the best at Pac-Man, you're definitely the best at Ms. Pac-Man. Well, I hope so, yeah. I mean, come on. I also... What is Burger Time? What's the difference between Ms. Pac-Man and Pac-Man? I've never really thought about it. She has a bow. No, I know what the physical difference is, but what's the difference in the gameplay? I think it's the same. It's just that it's Ms. Pac-Man. All right. So that is a non-distinction I'm going to go with right now. If you're you're the best at Pac-Man, you're the best at Ms. Pac-Man. Maybe there's at different levels or harder. Maybe there are. I don't know. I just know that I like it both. You like... You, all right. Hey, you know, if you're into that, that's cool. That's really cool. <gasps> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, so during his time as an up-and-coming video game star, Billy did acquire what he calls his nemesis. No! Everybody needs a nemesis. I love nemesis. Yeah. Okay, so remember that Mitchell was now the guy who questioned everyone's scores on games for Twin Galaxies, he right? He must have been insufferable. Yeah. But go ahead. And he would do so for a fellow gamer named Roy Schild in regards to Roy's score for Missile Command. So he, like, questioned Roy's score. He's like, I don't think you did as well as you think you did okay. on Missile Command. All right. Because I know rockets better than anyone. Sure. I'm the best. Because I've got a big rocket. Look at the Guinness page. <laughs> okay, Roy, who is also known as Mr. Awesome, which is great. Why is anybody questioning him then? <laughs> it's me, a Mr. Awesome. He can't call himself that. That's the name I've created for myself inside my head years ago. <laughs> really? No. Oh. <laughs> you, like, thinking to yourself, I am really awesome. Yeah. I am Mr. Awesome. (laughs) Nobody else is as cool as me. (laughs) I am Mr. Awesome. Oh, yes. Uh, Could I please have uh, (laughs) one hot dog? (laughs) So, basically, Roy, Mr. Awesome, would resent that he was questioned, mm-hmm. and their relationship, basically, at this point, is now volatile at best. Mm-hmm. To this day, they don't get along, as in 2010, Roy would be kicked out of the International Video Game Hall of Fame what after for? he harassed Billy. Oh, my God. He started verbally accosting him and being like, you're a dick. No I love you. First of all, two things. I love that there's a Video Game Hall of Fame. That's yep. awesome. And second... That's cool that, you know, you can actually get kicked out for unsportsmanlike behavior. Yeah. Nice. Now, Billy wouldn't let the haters get to him. Good for you, Billy. And he would remain the head... Oh, Billy! <laughs> <laughs> well, you say that now. Oh. He would remain the head Kong player for over 18 years. Okay. So he's like, I'm the best. Every once in a while, he'd put his hand back in and be like, nope, still got it. Well, no, no one just beat his score- original score for 18 years. You're kidding. Yeah. People were trying, and yeah, nobody did it for 18 it's years. Because a hard fucking game. Okay. And he's like, I want to be the very best gamer in the world and he was i mean you're making fun of him but for fucking 18 years i own the guinness book of world records (laughs) given given how many hours a day a nerd will play a video game that is an impressive feat game a nerd that 18 years times how many nerds times how many hours each one played is like 14 million hours of gameplay oh yeah never beat him Oh yeah, so you can make fun, but I'm gonna go. You know, I'm impressed so, with Billy. It really seemed as if his score of eight hundred and seventy-four thousand three hundred points was untouchable. Yeah, right. But it's not because he got there. But in <gasps> two thousand, a guy named Tim would beat him That's with his... a score of eight hundred and seventy-nine thousand two hundred points. That's his whole name, Tim. I <laughs> I couldn't pronounce Tim's last name, so I'd, for the all of us, I figured it was just <laughs> better. So, okay. T- he's just the artist formerly known as Tim. I understand. Yeah. So, great. Well done. We'd Tim just like to c- no other name. We, we would Tim. like to congratulate Tim Ferguson. <laughs> Watch, that's the actual pronunciation. <laughs> on his record-breaking performance. Okay. So, but before Mitchell could even try to beat Tim's score, mm-hmm. another man would show up. Oh. Steve Weeb. Okay. I'm, Much easier to pronounce. I think I'm pronouncing it right. I, I'm going to go with weeb, yes. W-I-E-B-E? that's sounds right. Steve D. Weeb. Steve D. Weeb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dweeb. It's like a uh, a drag queen name. Yes, work girl. Yes. Put the quarters in your machine. <laughs> Jump that pit. Get to the kill screen. Yes. I'm a winner. I'm changing the channel. (laughs) Okay, so Steve would send Twin Galaxies a video of himself playing Donkey Kong and getting himself a fancy score of 947,200 points in 2003. I'm just going to send this video over. It's 23 hours long. Yeah. Have fun. The world was shook. Oh, yeah. The video game world was like, whoa. No. No. We didn't even know there were more levels. Yeah, (laughs) so two players in a short amount of time basically had beaten Billy Mitchell's score. Sure. Now Billy, not really happy about that. Incensed, he was. So for some reason, Steve's score would suddenly be put into question only ten days after Twin Galaxies basically verified it and said it was good. They're like, this is verified. But then someone claimed that he was using an arcade uh, machine in which it was not really a donkey kong machine it was a double donkey kong board set What's so basically it allowed that? for it basically allowed an arcade to play both donkey kong and donkey kong junior and in order to have a high score in donkey kong the arcade it needed to be an original donkey kong arcade set not a double boarded set the idea is like it could have been modified and you could have cheated somehow oh i see so i get it but there's also part of me that's like Dude, the... Maybe Donkey Kong Jr. made the real Donkey Kong dumber and easier. Yeah. I, I, don't, I know. don't know. What is that? So his score was swiped away, oh. and uh, basically at the same time that Mitchell would suddenly reclaim his title with 933,900 points. Oh, he got his hand back in. So Mitchell... Oof. But I th- think it's kind of shady that his the other guy's score gets wiped away and suddenly mitchell steps in with an almost identical score yeah well with a score that's like slightly less than the other guy's score but his score doesn't count so it's like wow this is shady yeah. and important. So Steve would then try again two more times, having replaced his board with an authentic game. He bought these machines, by the way. Oh, okay. So he buys a Donkey Kong machine that's an original one, brings it into his garage, he's playing it. Sure. Um, I'm sorry, let's let's be honest. His mother's garage. No, no, it's, it's, he has a <laughs> wife and kids. I watched the documentary. <laughs> I was shocked. Okay. And she's, like, supportive, oh, which whatever. is whatever. Okay, fine, don't let me make fun of the nerds. <laughs> No, make fun of the other nerds. Poor, okay. poor Steve. So Steve, no, poor his wife and kids. But go ahead. Well, basically, Steve <laughs> would then get nine hundred eighty-five thousand points, and then nine hundred ninety-nine thousand five hundred points. Okay. So he's like getting a lot of points. Sure. Yes. And he sent he's, in the videos to Twin points. Galaxies, mm-hmm. and before Twin Galaxies could, he's he getting even, a lot of points and using a lot of vacation time. Yeah. <laughs> But before the Twin Galaxies could even verify his scores, which they were taking longer to do because they were upset and confused from the last time, they're sure. like, "We want to really make sure this is right." Right, and they have to keep and they keep sending in videos that are three days long. So yes, yes it's annoying. So, it takes time. But before they could, Steve would try one more time, and he would get a whopping score of one million six thousand six hundred points, basically being the first player ever <sighs> to break a million to break a million points. Whoa. Right. Wow. Amazing. He got divorced the next week. Well, when this happened, Steve would be quoted saying, quote, there it is. Was it worth it, Steve? (laughs) Yes. It was. He would say, quote, there it is. One small leap for Mario, one giant leap for Mario kind. Let's tone it down, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You got to the top of a pretend wooden structure. All right. (laughs) You didn't go to the fucking moon. Okay. The ego... Has landed. Right. Well, this is where it gets a little shady again. Mm -hmm. Before Twin Galaxies could go live with the story, they reached out to Billy Mitchell and was like, he broke a million, just heads up. (laughs) It's like, Billy, gear up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got work to do, kid. Well, basically, Twin Galaxies suddenly got a tip that Steve's board had been used by Mr. Awesome, Roy Schilt. Okay. Remember the nemesis? Yeah, no, I remember Billy's nemesis, sure. Who can forget a good nemesis? So, Billy's nemesis was basically persona non grata at Twin Galaxies. Yeah. So, now that they knew that the board had been used by Mr. Awesome, they questioned whether Roy wanted someone to beat Billy and basically set up Steve to do so without Steve knowing this. So, he's a puppet. How basically would he do that? Him- like, make the game easier or what? He fixed the board so it would be easier to play. How do you do that? To him. That's... You know what? If that's the case, then I think we should just give him the thing, give him the prize anyway, because that's hard to do. Right. How would you hack a video game? So, all three scores that Steve would have, would, will have sent in at this point were now rejected. Good Christ, what does this guy have to do? Right. He's gotten divorced. He lost his job. (laughs) He's not gotten divorced. He He has. car was repossessed. (laughs) All for this, and you keep nullifying the scores. Right. Stop it. Steve would eventually go on to beat Billy's new high score, Let the dweeb have this. (laughs) He would go to a live event on June 3rd, 2005, where he would get 985,600 points. Okay. At a verified machine, at a Twin Galaxies event, so they can't nullify this one. I mean, tens of people were there. It was not that many. I watched it. (laughs) Uh, So... Twin Galaxies verified it on the spot. Okay. He was basically over being called a liar and a pawn, and he wanted to show them how it works in sure. person, and he did. All right. But his reign would be short-lived when on June God damn 4th, it. <laughs> now, mind you, this is June 3rd that he did this. Yeah. On June 4th, 2005, the day after, uh-huh. Billy Mitchell would send in a tape of him—of Billy beating Donkey Kong with a score of 1,047,200 points. All right. I am so over the Donkey Kong horse race here. But wait for this. All right. Now, everyone talks about how Billy made this score happen on purpose because he made his score- Well, all the scores are on purpose. But wait, he made his score only 100,000 points more than Steve's original score that had beaten him and gotten thrown out. Huh. So he's doing this as a direct slap to Steve being like, you'll never beat me, bitch. Wow. Wow. Um, so he got exactly 100 points more, and then he had Mario commit Harry Carey on the top of the pile. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> All right. So Billy was basically taunting that's Steve some, at this that's point. That's some good nerd, you know, shit throwing. Well, but it's shady as fuck. Like, so, so basically, Steve—he'd been waiting for Steve to beat his score, and then he throws this out. Okay. Shady. Ah. Shady queen. Um, <laughs> okay. So a year later. Steve would set up a video and made sure it was foolproof, that the system was approved everything. It's verified foolproof. I have these five fools <laughs> to prove it. Yes. Steve would get himself a whopping 1,049,100 points. Mm-hmm. Billy and Steve would end up trading the top scores a few more times, but okay. eventually some new players came in and stole the top scores, beating right. both of them, and now no no one can beat those other people. Okay. Billy had them all killed. Now he's the king again. <laughs> so. The end. After being ousted for good, Billy was accused of cheating when he first broke the one million score. Oh. So he had been ousted. Yeah. And then someone watched the video and they were like, wait a minute. He oh, fucking God. cheated. How? So there was a claim that he was using MAME software. What's that? Like, not anti-MAME. She didn't, like, come and be like. No. Oh, we need a little Christmas. All right. That's very minute. Need a little Christmas? Yeah. They sing that in MAME. Do they? Need a little Christmas now. Really? Christmas, yeah. Wasn't there a Billy in Anti-Mame, though? Isn't that the kid? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, anyway. to put it simply, <laughs> if you use Mame software, it was not the original system. Oh, no. Which, Hold on. Yeah. We are bad gays. Neither, neither of us know Anti-Mame fully. I know. It, it, that song's in it. Okay. I'm a bad gay. Yeah. Oh, I really like that movie. Happy Pride. Thanks. Lucille Ball is great in it. She's in that? <sighs> <laughs> Don't make me call the gay delegation together. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Please not again. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where, where are we? Okay. So to, to put it simply, basically, the main software isn't the original software. Okay. So basically, it meant that Twin Galaxies couldn't tell if he was doing anything to help cheat and rig the scores. Um, I'm guessing Billy since, should have known this. So that is cheating, and Billy, you suck. Yeah, I'm guessing since he scored it perfectly, one hundred thousand more than Steve, that he basically knew he was cheating, and nobody was going to well, question if him. He was cheating, he knew he was cheating. So. Right, but he also like nobody's going to question his score because he's the pit bull that questions other people's <laughs> it was scores. Before the college admissions cheating scandal, <laughs> exactly, Billy was photoshopping his head on top of Steve's body. <laughs> while yeah. playing. I did it! Yay! So, Twin Galaxies actually does allow for people to place on leaderboards with MAME software, but it's a different list. So, think like bestsellers fiction and nonfiction. I understand. So, you can beat Donkey Kong MAME high score, mm-hmm. or you can beat Donkey Kong Original. Okay. And so, he said i beat Original with MAME software, <gasps> but... That's so, lying! Yeah. So, they were never... I don't care! They were never able to confirm if it was actually MAME software, but the video evidence they did confirm that it was a modified Donkey Kong board. So basically what Billy accused Steve of using for the first million thing... He did it, too. Ah, Physician, heal thyself. When you're pointing your withered thumb at somebody else, don't ever forget there's four fingers pointing back at you. Oh. Withered because of the video gaming. Oh, Mm -hmm. yes. I get it. Mm -hmm. Well played. Thanks. So (laughs) the fact that Billy didn't reveal this meant that his score... Had to be stripped away. Sure, and Steve suddenly became officially recognized as the first player to break one million. Oh, ironically, with his second score, because they still right. didn't allow the first score to stand. But he still was, since he was the quote second person to break a million, he then became the first person. Just Even though amazing he to me was, that people give a shit about this. Yeah. But okay, sure. He he already was the first fucking player to break a million yeah. in the first place, and but not really because it was yeah. So. <sighs> So Billy has, since then, been stripped of all his scores at Twin Galaxies for cheating. Whoa! That's what happens if you're caught cheating, you get stripped of everything. Really? Uh-huh. Wow. And he is banned from competition for life. Good Christ! Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes I mean, you know, if, if this mattered, that would be bad. Well, what's a, sh- <laughs> what's a shame is that he threw it all away for Donkey Kong. Yeah. Since he had perfected Pac-Man, he got a perfect score. Yeah. He was the first player to ever get a perfect score. Or did he? Well... Not anymore, because right. they wiped that score clear. And we we can never be sure if it was legit or not. Right. So, uh, And also, we don't care. In addition to losing the Twin Galaxies placement, he also has lost the Guinness Book of World Records placement. Oh, because so we just hope he bought the published version. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah. And the hard copy. <laughs> so, Roy Schultz had been accusing Billy of cheating for years, and he feels very vindicated, I'm sure. I would expect he does. Steve would end up going on to guest star in a few movies and TV shows from the director of The King of Kong. That director went on to do some other stuff, and he's like, want to be in this movie? And it was like fiction stuff? uh, Narrative things? Yeah. Wow. But now Steve teaches math at a high school in Washington State. Oh, okay. So he lives his life, and every now and then he gets called in to do a movie, and he's just happy to be... <laughs> Fantastic. He's just happy to be here. Like Art Garfunkel. Yeah. Like sometimes he'll go on tour with Paul Simon or do a song or this or that, but then the rest of the time he just goes back to Brooklyn and teaches math. Is that what he does? I'm going to say that's his life, yes. Yeah, you better get it, Because I heard that one time. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So what is the bright side? Well, it got me thinking about Art Garfunkel, which I haven't for a while. That's so a good bright side. It's nice, yeah, because yeah. he makes me happy. Okay, for me, the white man fro. <laughs> so first, Steve was able to overcome the insanity of the Twin Galaxies politics and was finally recognized as the rightful first player to beat the game with one million points. Yes, <laughs> that like it does matter to me because I am like this poor man who came out of left field yeah. was rejected by everyone, right? And like, and he was just trying to be the best nerd he could be. Well, he's just playing the game, and there is doing- so much, you know it's just everything is ruined by politics, isn't it? Yeah, Ugh. so. If you take this pure, simple thing of just enjoying a video game, you know, and, and spending 24 hours staring at one little screen and pooping yourself occasionally, exactly. and you ruin it. Yeah. By politics. Have you heard about the marathon runners and the pooping? Oh, I've seen the pictures of it. The poop pants? Yeah. And all, and like. Yeah, you gotta, you, <clears throat> if the activity that you're choosing to participate in makes you poop yourself. <laughs> To perform it properly, re-examine your choices. (laughs) That's all. Yeah. That's all I have to say about that. All I have to say is that every time I go for a run now, I get worried if I have gas Mm -hmm. that I'm going to poop myself Mm -hmm. because I've heard that if you fart while you're running, sometimes you poop yourself. That's absolutely true. And so when I'm running, there there are times when I'm like, oh no. Mm -hmm. And I'll like stop for a second and be like, is it? Sure. Is it not? Well- you know, it's, we all have the same job, okay, as, as people living in society with each other. Just police your own poop. Yeah, don't poop yourself. Don't poop yourself. When you can. If you can possibly help it. <laughs> I think I think we all agree on that. Well, sometimes it depends. Oh! That was good. Thank it you. It depends. Okay, so the second thing was that Twin Galaxies made the right call with Billy and banning him from competition and removing his scores. Yeah. It lets uh, other players know loud and clear that you shouldn't cheat. All right. If you're going to cheat... You fucking get your legacy destroyed. You get stripped all in front of us. Yeah. Oh. But didn't he get stripped? Oh, of his scores. Of his Sorry. scores. Sorry. Yeah. I was, I, don't I think was that they carried away by the image. Strip him naked and then shout. Flog shame, him shame, shame. With videotape. <laughs> yeah. With what tape? With videotape. Oh. <laughs> like video film. Like <laughs> flog him with it. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the method he used to cheat, so that's what they did. With video. I, yeah, I guess it would have been tape back then. What a scandal. I know. Okay. So the other thing is, while things got pretty petty with people, yeah, <laughs> it never got violent. That's so, true. Rory was removed from an event, sure, but it was only because he was verbally yelling. He didn't actually hit. He just being, he just been being like, you're a cheating asshole, you cheating shit. I think a, a bright side of this for me is that this is just it all, none of it matters at all. And people get so involved in it. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, it's an absolute Schadenfreude bright side for me because people get so involved in something that to me is just ridiculous, you right. know, and so it's just a source of great joy for me, in the sense of I enjoy other people's suffering, <laughs> and, 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 and getting so worked up about it, stuff that really couldn't matter, right. except that, of course, when you're in it, when you're totally in that world, oh, yeah. your whole livelihood is that, and your whole, every, like, all the things you think about are that, and the people you know are that, and that's your world, and... And to have that stripped would be just awful, you know? Right. But from the outside, it's hilarious to watch. Well, yeah. And that's, I mean, that's part of why the documentary was so great. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of facts that I left out because there's, like... Because that's what we do. There's too much (laughs) stuff here. Like, you could read tons of articles about this. The documentary really paints it clearly. You really, really connect with Steve in this documentary. You, like, genuinely feel for him as he's going through this. And, you know, they even talk about in some of the articles that, like... Billy was kind of fine with being the villain. Mm-hmm. I'm it's, okay with it, too. Yeah. Fuck that guy. When it, <laughs> He and doesn't that, mind. What <laughs> is part of why the documentary works so well is that they have a clear protagonist and a clear villain yeah. in this event. My, the other bright side, of course, is that Steve and his wife worked it out. Yeah. <laughs> <Their> kids, <laughs> they got back together their kids after the messy divorce. They didn't get divorced. They got a horrible divorce. It was messy. There was a custody battle. Uh, Steve got the garage. <laughs> God, She got the house. She got, got the, the house and the kids. He got the garage. <laughs> but they worked it out. My point is they worked it out. They're back together. He stands at the door to the house and puts his hand on it and the kids on the other side putting their hand on it and mm-hmm. sad music is playing. They had a, a phone installed on both sides of it. Like a prison. Exactly like a prison. Well, this is quite a thing. Welcome to the nerd life. It, I, it, it's been great. Thank you, Jason, for bringing this this weird topic to the four, and I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Please rate and review. Keep listening. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. 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 Ah! (laughs) (laughs) We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website, www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.